and welcome to the Off Off Menu Podcast Podcast. How you all doing, everyone? Hope well. My name's Dan. I'm one of the hosts, as they sometimes call it, on the podcasts. And I'm here with John, who is also one of the hosts. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dan. Hello, world. <laughs> That's good. You got all your hellos in. I've started asking you if there's anyone you want to say hello to, but you've covered it pretty much. Yeah, no one, no one particular in the world, just the world. Is there anyone that you don't want to say hello to? Um, who do I not want to say hello to? Oh. I do not want to say hello to Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Good, good, cool. Um. Um, so we're so we're here, Dan. To um, every week we go through the off-menu um, guest that's featured in the off-menu podcast, mm-hmm. and we discuss their dream um, menu oh, yeah. along with a few other things. Yeah, mainly their menu, though. Um, I think we should say. Yeah, mainly mainly their menu. And going off the back of last week um, with Carice Matthews. Um, <clears throat> I, I I don't think we actually talked about her menu until maybe three quarters of the way through. That's all right, though. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. You know, this this isn't the radio. We're not we're not told no. what to do. We haven't got you know we we haven't got sponsors or or owners down our necks saying why aren't you playing this song? Why aren't you why aren't you doing food news yeah. yet? Where's the food yeah. news? Back off! It's a podcast. We'll do whatever well, we want. Absolutely. This episode has always stuck with me because I've been to Red Rooster in New York. Um, oh yeah. And went there before this podcast. Okay. So this podcast, this podcast was re- was released in September 2019, and we went in March 2019 of that year. So, um. So I've been to his restaurant. I, at this point, I didn't know there was a Shoreditch one. I don't think it was open at that point. But um, I was I, I was really excited when this when he came up and and uh, discussing about his restaurant and his food. Okay, is it what, what is it a good restaurant? Oh yeah, yeah. It it's really good. So we stay. So when we went, we stayed in Harlem, um, which is where the restaurant is, and, and it was literally a round the corner from us and it was kind of up there on our to-do list to go to Red Rooster. Okay. Um, we went, we were, I think, quite fortunate to get a table, but we did. Um, and I've, like, th- this is one of the things that's always stuck with me is just, like, how friendly they are. Okay. Um, just thinking about, like, American service and, like, waitresses and stuff and they were just so friendly and there's music playing and the food was really good i think had ribs um with like mash and rice so it's like proper american style food Mm. um i think i think barack obama's been there as well oh yeah i think that was what i i took away from it was barack obama had visited a few times so they're the kind of people that me and marcus are dealing with here when we're talking about red rooster marcus um yeah Marcus oh, Samuelson, yeah, yeah. The, the guest, the guest for today, Dan. The guest for today, Dan, is Marcus Samuelson. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And um, and and we went back. So we went back then a couple of days later, where they had like um, a jazz night, a funk and jazz night. Oh, so okay. we went there twice and had cocktails and stuff, and it was just really cool. Mind, it, was, eh? it was one of the highlights of going to New York, and I was. What's that? That said, never mind. Oh, why? You know, funk, jazz. Oh, it was good though. No one really likes jazz. It was good. It was like, uh, yeah. (laughs) I I I I disagree. (laughs) But this was this was like live music in Harlem. That's right. This is. Which you know it was cool. It was like you know, and you and you look back and you picture just bustling with people, and and drinks and you know and full of 
uh, you know, atmosphere. Mm. And it's like, well, you, that's a long way from where we are well, now. It is, Dan. especially because it's in Harlem. All I'm saying is, exactly. all I'm saying is that if you're going to play music, don't get up on stage and practice your scales. Practice off stage, then play, play a proper tune on stage. That's all okay. I'm saying. Okay. That's that's fine. That's fine. Well, I like the the jazz that where they've done a proper tune for it. Um, is it's where they just do a load of, you know, they get up, they practice their scales. Let's see how fast we can do it. Oh, that's a wrong note. That's jazz, though, baby. That's jazz. Doesn't matter about the wrong notes. That's jazz. It's just like we can oh. all we can all do that. If we had a trumpet or, you know, a flute or whatever they're going to jazz on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I once recorded, um, genuinely, I once recorded um, a door in my house, which was especially creaky. Okay. Um, I did yeah. that over some, uh, some uh, jazz rhythms and it sounded exactly yeah. like any other jazz, just a creaking door. Oh, yeah. That that is better in my opinion because that is more artistic, <laughs> and I okay. think that's a statement of uh, about jazz that a door yeah. can sound exactly the same as a, a trumpet or a, a bugle. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on this, Dan, and not because I necessarily agree with what I'm gonna say, but would you say the kind of comparable thing? And this isn't to do with food, by the way. We'll get onto this, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, heavy metal screamo style music mm-hmm. is that in the same league as the jazz that you're talking about that you hate, where it's like double bass pedals, a man just screaming, um, just there's no real tune. It's just like a load of noise and thrashing around of guitars and stuff. How is that different from the jazz that you well, hate, or, or is it the, the same? same? There are some good. Bands okay. who do that type of music work, which do a lot of melodic stuff, um, either vocally okay. or guitar-wise, and those are the bands that I, I don't like. Every heavy metal screamo band, though. But that's reflected in the jingles, isn't it? <laughs> the jingles have like a melody, <laughs> even though they're heavy metal. Maybe a little bit of screamo. So they still have some melody, don't well, they? What they do with the good. Papa Dom's <laughs> Oh Brad well, I was done for I didn't do that jingle because I wanted to make a, a kick ass jingle. I just thought it was funny to um do a screamo version of of Papa Dom's or Bread. Yeah, I like that. What's your favourite of them actually? I don't think we've talked about your f- favourite jingles. <laughs> um my favourite one is Papa Dom's or Bread. Yeah, better have to. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite yeah, one yeah. Um, because yeah. like, I think I sound like one of those rappers. I think that sounds yeah, quite yeah. genuinely like one of those lads. And um, I, I, and and it's it it's got backing vocals of you going. Yeah, what? I'm, but I'm my own hype man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Papadums or bread? What? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, what's your favorite um, one out of those? I I find the starter really catchy. Okay. What's your starter? Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, that is in my head a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but also the kind of country and western one as well as the, the country style one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, while we're talking about country, that's another one that's that's probably worse. <laughs> oh, all yeah. sounds the same, and it's it's worse than jazz because at least jazz yeah. can sound different. Every country song sounds exactly the same as the other one. They, all the singers sound the same. Face its food news, yum yum. Okay, grab onto your hats, everyone, because Pims uh-huh. has launched a new flavor. Okay, um, 
What what's the new flavour? It's um raspberry and red currant flavour. <laughs> okay. And okay, my second question what's the original flavour? <laughs> I did think that when I saw this and I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Raspberry, I think, and some kind of currants. <laughs> <laughs> Pims is just Pims. It's like Aperol. What's Aperol? Oh, Orangey yeah. stuff. Hmm. I should, I'm just finding out for the listeners because everyone will want to know what um, Pims flavour is. They always put like cucumber in it, which is a bit disconcerting. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's his it's, it's own flavour, Pims. But by yeah. all accounts, it's um, know, fruity. Yeah, it's just like fruit syrup and sugar flavor, yeah. isn't it? And the new one is va- raspberry and vanilla. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I didn't really want to talk about this, but I kind of felt this is what we do for food news. What I really wanted to talk about, it's, it's not really food news, but <laughs> when's that stopped us? But uh, have you seen Rate Your Takeaway on YouTube, John? No, I haven't. Oh, John, no, no. you need to get involved. I'm, I'm quite, oh quite sceptical of these kind of things where it's just a man doing a thing and somehow it's popular. Yeah. But this this guy is um is pretty amazing. Um, okay. He's from Leeds. He's, he's like Peter Kay's brother. Right. But um, he's very okay, over the yeah. top northern and he goes around <laughs> a lot of takeaways in the north eating shit <laughs> god awful things some of them are alright to be fair oh, but wow. what they had the other day the one I saw the one that got me onto him is um, he had a deep fried sandwich from a chippy which had chips yeah, in it okay. mushy peas gravy curry sauce and uh, kebab meat then that was right. dipped in batter deep fried uh, away you go. Oh wow! Uh, his USP, you'll want to know, is that he, he um, yeah, he, he goes in. He's, he's obviously a chipper northern lad, uh, big lad, obviously yeah, as well yeah. as you'd expect. Yeah. Um, he doesn't hide that, and he, oh, yeah. he embraces that fully. So fair play. But then he um, uh-huh. he always has a little camping table with him, which he sets up outside the shop on the street, and he'll Good just light. eat it okay, on the yeah. street. <laughs> filming himself <laughs> and there's like there's no real value to it it's just his opinion he no. always says I don't know let me know if this is what I think if you think something different or if you've been here let me know and um it's but it's just <laughs> joyful somehow and um yeah it's, it's it's a it's a great thing um that he's doing and um yeah. I just wondered if you'd seen it really and I think you need to check it out no I haven't I, I hadn't seen it, but I, as you're talking, I've just had a little um, YouTube search, and his name is Danny Malin. Um, and I've as soon as I saw it, I, I thought, yeah, I've definitely seen this guy before. Um, I guess I'd probably watch enough closely related things for him to pop up on okay. my like suggested things. Yeah. Um, Oh man, that sounds exciting! And the food, just having a quick look <laughs> through the food that he eats, it's just like ridiculous. Yep. It's like one is like um, he's gone to a local takeaway and he's trying a huge family sharing box oh, yeah, that, at nine a.m. That's a good one. That's you, a good one. And and you can yeah, and you can see the table set up yep. there, and he literally just put, he sets up the table on a pavement. Yep. There's like no. There's no, like, courtesy of, like, people trying to walk past. Um, oh, man, that it's looks great. good, There's doesn't the, it? I watched one where he, um, he's obviously, again, as usual, sets his uh, table up on the street, and there was just a nan stood in the background for the whole thing. Just okay. <laughs> a confused <laughs> nan looking at him. And it was just, yeah, brilliant. That's that's what we want, I think. Um, can oh, it be any worse good. than cookery shows on TV at the moment? No, I don't think so. But um... yeah, because like, and and this guy obviously does well. He's got like some of these have got like three hundred thousand oh, yeah. views. Yeah. Um, so he's popular, and there's like, you do get to a point where you're a little bit fed up of like chefs eating food, and you watch them on Saturday Kitchen, 
where it's like as soon as it's hit their mouth, like, mm, nice yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's like stuff that a normal person is never going to eat. You know, it's like it's from a really fancy yeah. restaurant, blah, blah, blah. But this guy is like, I love the fact that he's... I, I would rather watch some of these videos and find out what is nice and then just kind of travel there yeah. and, and go for it. Then, and also, yeah. if you like what's, if you like watching... I mean, he probably doesn't need any advertising from us, but you know, if you like watching a guy ordering way too much food for one person, then he's also your guy. He mm-hmm. went to one place where he ordered um, a, a full-size loaf of bread, hollowed out, filled mm-hmm. with breakfast items... Um, <laughs> You know, mushrooms, yeah. sausages, bacon, eggs, beans. Um, then on the side of that, stack of pancakes. <laughs> so you know, and it's just, it's just, it's one of my favourite things at the moment, frankly. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, I'm very jealous because yeah. I, I would love that job. I'd love to get paid the money he's obviously earning from having that many followers. And you know, yeah. I think that maybe the next thing for us, John, maybe. Well, I'd, I'd be definitely up for it. And I think at the time of recording this, you've recently released your first yeah. um, rate um, rate at food video featuring Anthony yes, Cook. Yes, that's right, yeah. Um, which I watched, and that was enjoyable. That was very yeah, good. that's right. I mean, it wasn't as good as uh, Danny's, uh, I'll be fair. I probably should have. Um, I, I think I did mine before I'd seen his. Um, but... Um, yeah. You know, I think Anthony Cook's a lovable character. Um, you, you get to see him there in in real life. So, um, so we could we could do that. We could like the four of us, me, Anthony, you, and Paul Hollywood. We could all go go around yeah, yeah. various eatouts and sort of rate them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I think that'd be yeah, good. Yeah, no, I I definitely I definitely be up for that. Sounds like a lot yep, of fun. Absolutely. The four, the four of us. I'd like to see Anthony and Paul doing the ordering while we um, <laughs> yeah. we wait for the food. I think we have to do that. Crouch behind the counter, just poke them above. Nothing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We'll take it in turns to order. We'll go right, guys. You're doing the ordering this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think. Mm. I mean, that's, that's its own USP. I'm not seeing anyone doing that mm. yet. Puppet, puppet food, and the puppets are eating the food. Mm. Um, I, I think that'd be good. <laughs> so my food news down this week I've got two bits they're probably quite short um, the first one you probably you might have heard me just pouring a drink I'll, I'll just pour a little bit more um, but this what I'm pouring here is the Brewdog's Tony Hopaloni oh, yeah. um, which was in food news a little while back um, mine I, I ordered some and it's arrived, okay. and I haven't had any yet. But it's it's Tony's Hopaloni White Chocolate and Raspberry Milkshake IPA. It's a 5.7% volume. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Sh- shall I read? Where, where, do, where might I have a bit of blurb? On the bottle? No, they haven't, yeah, they haven't got any kind of taste notes or anything. Um, but that, let's just give it a go. I'm, I'm going to try it if that's okay, yeah. Dan, and, and let you so know do, what you I think. Do, you're very okay, so this food is food review now, live on air, or live for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, and, and what I am going to do as well, Dan, just bear with me okay. a second. Is, um... Hello, hello there. <laughs> it's me, Paul Hollywood, off the bake Paul Hollywood, off the bake-off. Yes, oh, yes, kidding. it's me, Paul Hollywood, <laughs> off the bake off, the the doke, the off. I hear that John's got a new beer that he wants me to try with him. Okay, yeah. Now, ex- <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you just popped out. So you popped out. <laughs> Do you need to explain this? Because it's the, um, it's this, um, Paul, I don't think Paul Hollywood's actually been on the. Uh, podcast yet has he no no so paul hasn't featured have you no i haven't um so so paul was a gift from dan um and he's featured in our social medias but basically it looks like paul hollywood it's a little finger puppet um and he's got his dazzling blue yeah. eyes his uh, little little goatee and his gray hair 
He's got a nice, what looks like a waistcoat on, but it, it, it's more like a shirt. And he's got a big, he's got a big knob, hasn't he, Dan, that sticks <laughs> he has, out? Yeah. Yeah. A big felt, felt, hey, fluffy felt stop knob. looking at, <laughs> hey, stop looking at me, no. That's, that's for me, missus, that is. Not, not for you, not for your eyes. From what, okay, what I hear, Paul, though, you're not, you're not shy of getting your knob out and, like, putting it about a bit, because you, you, You've been for a few wives, haven't you? By all accounts. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, yeah. I bet, Paul. You're not. You don't want to talk. No, I don't want to talk. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> all right then, Paul. Um, okay. So, so we're gonna try um, Tony's hopper. Do you like? Do you like um, parallels? No, I don't like parallels. I like you bake my uh, aches. Your aches? No, I like you. I like you. Me, me aches. Sorry, Paul, you're going to have to. I like me. I like you bakes. Oh, your bakes. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. <laughs> okay. Right. So we're going to try this then, Paul. All right. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first? Here we go. Watch your knob. <laughs> What's, what's your knob now, Paul? Here we go. Okay, how's that? Mm, that's, that's all right. That, that's all right. Yeah. If I had hands, I'd give it a handshake. <laughs> oh, would you? Oh, that's good, isn't it? So, I don't know about you, Paul, um, but that, that's quite sweet, isn't it? It's, it is quite milkshakey. Um, you get the raspberry. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's quite smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's so smooth, like like a young girl's body. <laughs> Paul, wow, <laughs> no, Paul, you can't, you can't, you can't say things like that. Oh yeah, no, no comments. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, phrase, yeah, know. but that that's all right. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Well, well, yeah. So, so that's the that's the brew dog Tony's Hopaloni. Um. We'll say bye to Paul now. He's he's okay. got to go and have have sex with some ladies, no doubt. No, no, <laughs> no. I, I I gotta I gotta started to check on. Okay. Oh, you gotta step. Uh, yeah, got me started to check on. Oh, okay then. No. All right then, Paul. See, See you later. Paul, bye. bye. Yeah. Bye. Um. So yeah, that that was nice. Um. Yeah. So that was my first part of okay, food yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. My my second part of food news is this, Dan. In episode nineteen, I told you about the KFC movie, a recipe for seduction. Yes, yes, I remember it well. In episode twenty, we did a movie <laughs> review of mm-hmm. that. And alongside that, Dan, you told us about the book. Mm-hmm. The novel that had been released yep. called um, Tender Wings of That's Desire. Right. So, Dan, I've I've done some research into this um, over the last few weeks, and I can tell you that I have found the novel. Okay. Um, yes. So, let me... So, it's Tender Wings of Desire, a Colonel Sanders novella. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... Um, it is um, published by Yum Brands in 2017. Uh, the dedications are for mothers everywhere. I dedicate this to you, a brief escape from motherhood into the arms of your fantasy colonel, oh. whoever he may be. <laughs> okay. So, so I've I've got it, Dan. I've I've found I've found the book. Is it, is it, um, is it... It's a digital okay, copy. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Yeah, it's digital. But what I was thinking of doing is, um, at some point, doing an audio recording of it. Okay. Um, while I thought I could do this in tangent with kind of maybe eating a bucket of KFC. Does that seem appropriate? It seems entirely appropriate, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and trying to create like an ASMR <laughs> okay. um, recording yeah, yeah. <laughs> where... You can just hear me chewing and then reading the book and probably 
um, <laughs> just being pretty disgusting with a bucket of chicken while I read this novel. Yeah. Um, so, so I found the book. Um, I'm, I'm, I am going to, I think I am going to do it. I am going to buy a bucket and just record, do an audio recording. Okay. So, um, the second part of food news is, yeah, there's, there's going to be an audio book released of, um, tender wings of desire. Wow. I look forward to that. I do look forward to that. What, what we could do, I, I did have a little thought as well. If you wanted to contribute at all, if you wanted to do some of the chapters, get yourself a bucket. Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely up for that. Okay. Um, can I can I read you the first paragraph? Yes, please. Dan? Okay. I'll try and do it in the style of how it will okay. be done. Chapter one. Of all the things that Lady Madeline Parker disliked about her life, the one that constantly stuck out in her brain was her hatred of embroidery. There was something inherently pointless about the entire idea. For why would anyone really care about the process of making pretty little designs with a needle and thread? If anything, a needle and thread's use, use lie in mending. But according to Mama, that was a job for the maids. A little bit of a little bit of backstory. Yeah, already. sounds good. We have our first character. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I dare say maybe, maybe. even uh, Anthony Cook and Paul Hollywood could have parts in it. <laughs> Secret ingredients. The secret ingredient for this week is cheer seeds. Um, they were in last week's episode with Kerry Matthews, where they did a bit of a dynamo and thought, "Oh, that sounds good." Chia seeds made in um, vegan Welsh yeah. cakes, mm, delicious, and then instantly stabbed her in the back <laughs> and chose chia seeds as the secret ingredient. Yeah. I think we spoke last week. They're pointless. They're not very yeah, nice. Disgusting. Get yeah. rid of them. Yeah, and and the fact that Kerry's has them in possibly the worst way. Where it's, um, it's it's just kind of in water, um, soaked in water for like what feels like weeks yeah. to then get the egg consistency that it needs. Oh man, that sounds horrible. I think I when yeah. when they first when I first came away of chia seeds, I think I was a bit confused because I thought they were chai seeds, like the chai latte sort of thing. So I thought oh, they yeah. Yeah, tasted yeah. like chai, and then um, oh, someone yeah. at our work had them and explained them and I was like oh man no 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 uh, that's no good that's no good yeah still a sparkling water Marcus Samuelson chose still um, he said is uh, he said that fizz is nice sometimes it's good to wake up to where james then talked about his brackish mouth um but he decided on still he decided on no ice he just wants it straight up um and the only other thing from the still the sparkling was that he doesn't really like ice in drinks he doesn't like the crushed yeah. ice um at all, or, or you know, he's just one of those that doesn't like ice. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. There we go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like sometimes Dan, I, I, I rush starting the menu. Okay. And then as soon as we've started, I'm like, shall I just get Paul Hollywood out again to have some more beer? <laughs> you can do if you want to. That's what... the thing is. We've talked about water before. You know. Yeah. Water's yeah. water. There's nothing new yeah. to say about it. So, yeah. Do you know what I'm gonna yeah. do, Dan? Um, because I've been I've been quite um, quite organised, and I've I've done the next two episodes. So what I'm gonna do now, Dan, is just race through and say <laughs> Catherine Bohart chose still water in a jug, no glass, and Jess Phillips chose sparkling water every time. So there you, there go. you go. That's. Yeah. That, and I've just uh, we've just freed up a bit of time for um, more food news. So <laughs> it's supposed to be more off menu chat, John, not more food news. 
everyone's <laughs> tuned in to listen to what hear what we think about Marcus Samuelson. I mean, I'd go further, John. Um, okay, Jess Phillips, Sparkling. Next one we've got Sophie Duker, <laughs> Sparkling, Fizzant, Daisy May Cooper, Sparkling, Evelyn Mock, Sparkling, Tom Allen, Sparkling, Hugh Bob, Still, Mike Skinner, Mitt Sprudel. Maybe we'll talk about that on the day. <laughs> Don't know what that is. Kamel <laughs> Nanjani, Still Water on a Drip. Joe Lysett, still. <laughs> Greg Davis, sparkling. That's the end of series two. Okay, let's move on with our lives. Poppadoms or bread? Marcus Samuelson chose bread. He chose brown Ethiopian bread called injera. Um, it's the oldest bread in the world. Um, so he says. Which he once served with... Go- yeah, anyone can say that. Yep. We, we had that in San Francisco. The oldest starter in the world. It was 140 years old. Yeah. Bollocks. Like, actual bollocks. There is... There is no ever like bread is just bread. It's been around yeah. for ages. Marcus Samuelson wants it wants his oldest bread in the world served with a chickpea puree and lentils uh, and Swedish pickled yeah, herring. Disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. 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 Like all three of them. All three of them. Just a disgusting yeah, one. Yeah, and then at the end, not one of them would you go. Uh, maybe the chickpea puree. Well, that's just hummus, kind of, isn't it? But yeah, just say it's hummus. It's probably one that he invented thousands of years ago. Mm. Um, sorry, Marcus. Sorry. But I think I, I think that's okay. The bread sounds kind of nice, but the pickled herring ruins it. Yeah. Um, you put yeah. Kentucky bourbon on there with caramelized peanuts in it. That's to wash away the flavour of the oh, pickled yeah, yeah. herring, no doubt. You know, we live in a day. We've lived in a day and age where we've got fryers and cookers and you know microwaves. You don't need to pickle herring anymore. You can cook mm. it properly. No one should be trying yeah. to pickle herring and eating that. And that's no one's. That's yeah. just you know what you're playing at. What's your starter? Answer me. What's your starter? Answer me. Um, we got more on Marcus's kind of vibe for the meal. He wants it to be outdoor and uh, a bit like a party atmosphere. Um, and he chose ceviche, Peruvian ceviche fish, which is made in vodka um, and with toasted caraway seeds cucumber and citrus um god he's he's just eaten pickled herring it's like i've had my first bit of raw fish so cured fish (laughs) where's my next bit bring me my ceviche no no marcus no no just cook it cook it I think I think the theme of this menu, and we're, we're going to get onto the main and else, elsewhere, but the theme of this menu is just for God's sake, cook it. Yeah, yeah. Just cook it. We're we're now we are privileged to be in an age where most households, uh, maybe even every, almost every household in the world, probably has access to either a fire, an oven. Or some kind of heating system. For fuck's sake, you can slap a, a chicken breast for twelve hours, <laughs> and apparently that's yeah. edible. So, 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 so. A thin bit. Of, yeah, exactly. And like we've had fire for uh, as long as we've had Ethiopian injera bread. You know, they weren't yeah, they weren't exactly. eating that raw. So, whilst you're yeah. cooking your bread. Put your fish on there. Yeah. 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 You just, it's not even like, you're not even using more fire or energy or <laughs> or gas. 
just while the bread is cooking, just chuck the fish in. Just put the pickle. Don't pickle. No, Marcus, stop. <laughs> don't pickle the. Don't pickle the herring. Take it out the jar. Yeah, just put it in. Just put it in with the bread. Put the put the ceviche in. Just drink. Just drink the vodka. Just just pour the vodka away. Just pour the vodka away. You don't need it. Um. And and yeah. Yeah. What what? I don't know. What 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 is it about? What is it about when people are choosing that as their perfect food, the best food that they can have? I don't know. I... Is. It's not just one course of of raw fish. It's not even two courses. It's three courses of uncooked yeah, food. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it makes you worry, frankly. I mean, I know you said you went to this restaurant. It was nice, but, you know, it only takes, like, a moment for him to think, oh, well, that's my favourite food. I'm going to make that into a restaurant, the pickled herring restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no one I, I mean the only thing I could think worse than listening to jazz would be listening to jazz and eating raw fish. Or not even raw sushi's probably <laughs> is like nicer than pickled herring. Why is it pickled? You know. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them in like little herring pickled herring roll mops. They look absolutely yeah, disgusting. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and and I think it's right when you say, you know, we I feel like we're teetering quite close to these like executive chefs and owners of restaurants picking these stupid foods for them to just go, Oh, do you know what? I'm not gonna cook get rid of the ovens, I'm not gonna cook any of our food yeah. now. <laughs> and 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 what we've learned what I've learned from this podcast alone is there is enough idiots out there, probably including <laughs> me. That I'll go, oh, a restaurant where you don't cook the food and it all just comes out raw. Well, I'm gonna go there, yeah. and then and then eventually other restaurants cotton on to it and they go, oh, we're gonna do that as well. And then McDonald's will go, oh, well, we'd better do an uncooked range, yeah, that's it. Um, and we're gonna do an uncooked food range. And 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 then where do we end up? Where do we end up, everyone? I'll tell you where. I'll tell you where. This is why Donald Trump. Uh, this is why Trump was elected. Yeah. This is why Trump was elected because you have an idiot and you go, "Oh, there's an idiot running for office. Oh yeah, let's have him then. Let's see what he does." And then he comes into, and then it becomes like normal. Yeah, same with Boris Johnson. This is same with Boris Johnson, and it's the state of the world that yeah. we're in. That all it takes is one idiot. All it takes is Jamie fucking Oliver's <laughs> new cookbook to go. Yeah, so we're just gonna bosh a load of pickle herring on top yeah. of this of this ceviche and, and bosh there we go yeah I, I, I mean, speaking of Jamie Oliver I can't remember where this was in the episode but I did enjoy uh, Marcus trying to use the word pucker pucker yeah I did enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> so he had a he'd had a pucker he'd had a pucker yeah. day uh, sorry, don't try and, <laughs> yeah. if, yeah. It's going to be like anyone. Don't try and be like Jamie Oliver of all people. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it it really doesn't take much for just someone to just go right. We're not cooking the food now. It's actually better rare. It's better on. No, and the thing is, it'll cost twice as much. When I mean, you could still just you could go yeah. down to Tesco's buy a pack of sausages from the like the freezer aisle. Then just like chew on them in your car, yeah, for a fraction of the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying this down yeah. now, Dan. This is May 2021. By May 2031, I think most people will be eating raw sausage. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's definitely going to happen. Uh, an old Danny Malins will be scrambling around just trying to find any cooked takeaway item he can, but he's like, <laughs> raw sausage? You're having a laugh on, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> because it is time for your main cause. Samuel Marcus would like. <laughs> 
Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Marcus would like a barbecue station. He wants, for God's uh, sake, he wants, Eve. He wants Ethiopian raw meat station. Yeah. He talked about wanting it cubed, but then in the end wanted some kind of tartar consistency. Yeah. Um, his other side of the barbecue station was. He's, he wants some, like, roasted veg, corn, cabbage, in honey, and he wants also just some meat cooked by Rodney Scott. Uh, Rodney Scott is, like, um, quite a famous barbecuer. Apparently he's really good. Okay. But however good he is, in this dream restaurant, Marco Pierre White is stood on the opposite side just cutting raw meat for everyone to eat. I mean, that's two unappealing things right there. Marco Pierre White <laughs> <laughs> with a load of raw yeah. meat. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I don't get what the the uh, the appeal of Marco Pierre White is. Well, they they no, talked about him like being like, oh, he's like that. revolutionary. He had a cigarette. It's like, I've had a yeah. cigarette. And he'd shout. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't trust a chef who can't taste what they're cooking properly because they've had so many cigarettes and they're so full of anger. Yeah, That's another yeah. thing. I, I, should, I mean, this is totally uh, out of place, but if we can just go back to food news briefly for a moment. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. Sorry, listeners. Um, we're going back to food news. What? What do you want? What do you want, Dan? What do you want? Do you want Paul to have another taste, or do you want some more of the uh, more of the book read out? Or, 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 or... What, I was going to say when I was looking for food news today, I saw an item where there's a chef um, now. She she can't eat any food. She's on a um, a, a drip, or so she can't. I, I didn't read it properly, to be honest. But she she can't <laughs> she she can't eat food. She just has like um, it pumped into her or something, but she is a chef. <laughs> <laughs> she can't eat food. What's going on there? Is she still a yeah. chef? <laughs> so she's a chef. She she can't be. She can't be. She can't. You can't say she can't. It's like <laughs> she wants to be a chef. She has her right to be a chef, but. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wouldn't go to that restaurant, I don't think. She, she, <laughs> she can't. No, she can't. She. I'm sorry, whoever you are, but you can't. You have to taste Maybe it. I'll look at that properly for next time, rather than just uh, okay. going out there. But, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Mark Mar- Mar- okay. Why? what, a, what but, a dick. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's one of the last people I'd want to man... Any kind of um, station, uh, uh, a food buffet, let alone the raw meat food well, section. I go as far to say any kind of station is going to be a nightmare. Train station, petrol mm. station. You know, if you went to get yeah, your petrol, yeah. Marco Pierre White's there shouting <laughs> at you, smoking a cigarette on the forecourt. Yeah. That'd make me extremely <clears throat> nervous. Oh yeah, Dan! Imagine walking into the police station, and Marco Pierre White's there with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, dear. Yeah. So Marco, back off! It's not your place. Yeah. Not your. Place. Like if 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 I had Dan, if I had even like a one percent kind of inkling, if I was at this food buffet thing. And I had a one percent inkling. I nudged you on the arm, Dan, saying, "Dan, I think I'm 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 going to go over to that raw Ethiopian meat stall there. I just I just want to see what it's like. I'm just going to get the tiniest bit, and then I start walking over, and then up pops fucking Marco Pierre White with a cigarette hanging out. I am totally going to make a beeline. I am not going to approach that that station no. if I like." So what's he doing? I know, like, a while back, we discussed the idea of Paul Hollywood shitting out Biscoff onto a plate. 
and you just look at you just look at like Ethiopian raw meat station manned by Marco Pierre White. Now how how which one's worse basically? Which which one is worse? If you had the choice between the shit of Paul Hollywood, like Paul Hollywood, I would go and have a conversation with. Well, yeah, quite. And I, I, I have. I, well, I've not had a conversation as such. <laughs> well, you've touched Ma- his Mitchell coat. had a conversation with him, and I just touched his coat. I, I touched the hem of his yeah, garment, yeah. and um, yeah, Rachel had a short conversation with him while I while I took the photo. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's every day of the week. It's it's Paul Hollywood's Biscoff shit. Ahead <laughs> <laughs> of Marco Pierre White's War Me. I just feel I should say that. Not just every day of the week, per se. <laughs> every day of the week. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. John, I should say um, this probably isn't we... here either. But um, yeah, go on. I made an apple crumble the other day. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Biscoff apple crumble. Oh, did you? Oh, wow. Was yeah. it good? It's got, so it's like, as normal, yeah, you've got your, your, your apples and your sugar, and then you yeah. do- dollop Biscoff yeah. on top of the apples, and then yeah. you make your, make your crumble uh-huh. mix, oh, and that's man. got butter and Biscoff spread in, in the crumbles, oh, and uh, pretty good, I must say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that does that's that is gonna be really good. Yeah, absolutely. What did you um did you have with custard? Well, we, ice cream the reason I made the crumble in the cream. first place is we had some um some cream to use up. So so we had it with a ah, okay. with, with a postable cream. And, uh, but yeah, it was oh, pretty good with nice. that still, you know. Yeah. So uh, that's that sounds yeah. good. So just let's that forget about good. Marco Pierre White and just think about lovely Biscoff for yeah. a while. Biscoff for all yeah. your biscuit needs. The side dish was gnocchi roasted in garlic, oil, almonds, and yeah. kale. Um, he then gave a recipe for gnocchi. Um, which I was going to read out because I did write it down, but I'm kind of at the point now where I don't think it... And and as well, it's the fact of when he read out how to make it, James then chirped in going, oh, this is going to be our most rewound section of a podcast ever. Um, You know, everyone's going to rewind it and listen and learn how to make Noki. Like, yeah, it might be really nice Noki, but... If if the if, if the rest of his menu said anything to go by, well, I think they were just. I don't. I think they were clutching at this at this point, maybe, because in their hearts they knew that yeah, this was yeah. not a good menu. You know, and, and, and yeah. in the uh, best of end of year thing, this made it into um, into the compilation. This specific bit, and probably because it was the only bit they could use, okay. without making Benito feel physically ill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But even here, um, it's, it's like gnocchi, roasted garlic, yum yum, almonds, yum yum. Oh, that sounds really nice. And kale, kale. You kidding me? Yeah. Kale is yeah. disgusting. It ruins the taste of anything. It's like <laughs> it's like a cabbage shat on a shat on a cabbage or something. Is that a thing? Is. <laughs> Paul, Paul Hollywood, is that a thing? Can you, can you? That wasn't a good analogy, but no, it's no comment, no comment. <laughs> but kale is it's the worst of the cabbages family, I would say. Yeah, it's just yeah. like very tough, tastes very strongly mm-hmm. of cabbage, just mm-hmm. ruins anything. And like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've just um I've just scribbled that down, Dan, because that sounds like a good TV show. What's that? Um, you you saying kale is the worst of the cabbage family? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just thinking there might be some there might be some room for some kind of TV show where there's a cabbage family, and kale is the tough <laughs> okay. one that that no one yeah. likes, and I think that's a. Uh, 
I think that's the other day. Could it be any worse than EastEnders? No. Yeah. No, no. So. And just and just remember, just remember that however bad an idea could be, Marcus Samuelson chose Ethiopian raw meat station manned by Marco Pierre White. Which Ethiopian honey wine. Um, it, it's a way of just getting hammered. Yeah. Really, isn't it? It's He didn't talk about it being nice. He just talked about it being like a way of getting intoxicated. He said that there would be dancing involved with the food that he's, he's chosen. Um, this is on top of the Swedish... Uh, advocate, advocate that he chose, and the bourbon, and he also wanted a beer, which in Ethiopia is called a tala. Mm. Um, so the Ethiopian honey wine, like, no. I mean, it's probably a bit like mead, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. So it's probably maybe. quite sweet, and um, mm. it's probably all right, but it's. Probably not the best thing, but you know, he's an Ethiopian lad, and uh, he's chosen quite a few Ethiopian things. And if that's what he wants, mm-hmm. then that's that's a valid drink in my in my book. I mean, he is piling up the drinks, so maybe it's just to get over the uh, yeah. the fact he's picked such an awful menu so far. But um, yeah, yeah, I'd probably try some. So yeah, it, I'm just having a look now. It it's called Tej. It's like a honey. It's a honey wine like mead. Um, it has an alcohol content that between seven and eleven percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it has and its ingredients are honey water and a medicinal medicinal shrub called Ramnus peridius or Gesho. Oh, okay. Um, so that's what's in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd have a sip out, you know, as long as Marco Pierre White's not pouring it for well, me. Well, yeah. I'll, um, well, I'll have some. He'll be off having a fag somewhere, no doubt, and shouting at the chef. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Well, um, and, and the beer, the Teller beer, um, he said was like pale ale, but sour. Um, which which I was like, yeah, it sounds okay. But then he said it does have a layer that you have to kind of skim oh, off. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> which which with every aspect, it's like it is so close to being like something that's all right. And it yeah, it's just let it down with every single stage. I'm not into the sour beers. I don't know about you. I don't know if you've even talked about this, but I think I because of this podcast and James talked about a sour beer he had in um, Amsterdam. Um, on the premise of having a shit, yeah. um, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that sounds really good." I tried like to try a sour beer, and I did try one, and it was just—it yeah. was too sour for me. It just tastes like vomit. Yeah, right? it was like grapefruit one as well. So it's, I can't. I, yeah, you know. I am. Um, I can't get the feeling of like the taste of like vomit out when I drink a sour beer. Yeah, it's not—it's not an easy one to pair either. No, no, no. I'm, I'm. I, I, it's one of those that I'm kind of wanting to get more into. I'm, I'm trying my best to like them because I hear good things yeah. about them, and I feel like it's almost acquiring that taste to enjoy it. But I don't, I don't know if I'd really enjoy a teller when it has. When it is a, it sounds like a, a sour pale ale, yeah. but with a layer of scum on top. We're nearly there, Dan. We're nearly there. So dessert is grandmother's princess cake, um, which is. A, a traditional Swedish cake um, 
it's it's got Mascarponian. No, no, yeah. Marzipan. I wish it had Mascarponian. <laughs> it's Marzipan. Yeah. So my my scribbles are so so difficult to read. So I. So so it's marzipan, which is green, um, served with well, it's got whipped cream, jam, sponge, and it's in a dome. Um, and he wants to right before I get on to the final thing, the the marzipan. You like marzipan? I don't do. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I, I don't like. Uh, as soon as he said marzipan, I was like, I, I'm off that. I'm taking that <laughs> off, and I'm going to eat the rest of it because the rest sounds yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. But do you, do you what do you mind that dessert the the princess cake? When I got this dessert, I was like, oh, that sounds really good actually, and I really want some princess cake now. I was like cooking as I was listening, and I was like, oh, I wish I had some princess yeah. cake for dinner. Um, I think, yeah. well, I think it was probably because of the rest of the menu. Mm. But it's just like, yeah, please, just I've got all these thoughts of what he's chosen for his menu in my head and mouth now, and I just want some and. Yeah. Like this to make me forget it all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think the the problem that I have is the final line of his dessert that he wants it to end with a food fight. Um, well, yeah. Which is almost a reflection on the entire meal, where he's he's almost got it quite good yeah you know from and, and i know some people kind of do stuff and it's like oh i don't dis I, you know i disagree with the main course but like every single part of his menu he's either like missed out just by kind of adding too much or, or not doing enough <laughs> <laughs> and in this case it's like it's you know if 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 i sat down at a table and sam sam was there <laughs> And he goes, right, guys, I've got a really exciting menu for you. I'm, I'm going to give you the oldest <laughs> bread in the world. And you go, right, okay, I'm not sure about that. And he goes, okay, okay, but I'm going to serve it with chickpea puree. Okay, okay, I'll have some of that. And then he goes, but you have to have some of the Swedish pickled herring. You'd go, okay, I'm not going to have any of that. He goes, okay, whatever. Starter, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you fish. Go, fish, great, great. Yeah, I'm not cooking it, though. I'm just going to drench it in vodka go right I, i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on that yeah. one as well and then he goes okay the main um we've got a barbecue oh, station thank, thank <laughs> fucking god for a barbecue yeah. station yeah thank goodness <laughs> oh, oh no 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 so so i don't think you listen half of it's not going to be cooked <laughs> Do you think half half of it's not uh, half of it's not going to be cooked and like for those kind of 10 percent well you know i'm game for those kind of things you know i like trying new cuisines and everything to go oh but it's going to be served by marco yeah white go oh absolutely not then i know uh, just just move on to just move on to the side dish then marcus he goes okay well the the side dish actually i think you'll really like it. it's it's gnocchi roasted in garlic oil and almonds you go okay great and kale oh right okay so you're putting kale in there are you okay i'm gonna miss out on that then don't worry about that go okay do you know what actually i'm not that hungry i'm just gonna have a drink i'm just gonna chill and have a drink and he goes okay well you'll love the drink then i'm, I'm gonna serve a few drinks one of them's gonna be an ethiopian honey wine you go brilliant i'll have a little bit of that he goes oh the other one is a, a an ethiopian beer called Tella, which is sour and has a layer of shit on top of it <laughs> And you go, oh, r r right, okay, okay. Do, do you know what? Just leave it, just leave it. And then Marcus in the last ditch goes, no, just stick around for dessert. I'm sure I can win you over with the dessert. And I'm serving grandma, grandmother's princess cake made in Sweden. And you go, this sounds good. I'm not a big marzipan guy, but I like the rest of it. And he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you eat it, though, before you eat it, we have to have a food fight. And, and you just... I I would leave I would leave his <laughs> dinner party having not touched a single thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you would be like, I would just forget it. I was gonna say before your massive <laughs> round as well. Like, if Marco Pierre White's involved in that food fight, then he's gonna get so aggressive. You've seen the kind of guy. He's gonna be like getting people in headlocks and sort of like pushing like marzipan into their mouths and making them choke and then sort of like doing like tombstones yeah. on them and then it's just like it's not worth it Marcus yeah. 
Not worth it. <laughs> and also, we were in the presence of Robert De Niro as and as much of a gangster as he's portrayed in films. He's I think he's about eighty. He's an yeah. old man. He he can't be dealing with raw food and, and a food he's fight not... at the end while Marco Pierre White is is got him has got him in a in a headlock. He, he's a he's a mild mannered guy. Is, is Bob? He's he's not he's he's not the gangster yeah, yeah. he's portrayed in films of past. You know now these days he's like doing adverts for Warburtons. You know he doesn't want to be having a food fight. He's just like oh. Just, just want some cake. Just cook the yeah. f- cook, just cook the food, will you? Please. <laughs> I forget it. I'm just gonna have some Warburton's toast. I've got enough of it. Lifetime yeah. supply of yeah. Warburton's. I'm just gonna go down like that, have a toasty <laughs> or something. Forget it. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> I think this is one of the first times I've gone into it going, these were all pretty good things. I could probably get on board with them. And then as we've gone through it, just gone, actually, it's all bullshit. It's actually all like, it's, it's terrible, terrible food. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't think so. I think we've had a few like this. haven't actually where we've, we've gone into thinking, oh, this isn't too bad. And then once you get, you dig into the, what's actually going on, you're like, oh no, this is a bad idea. You know. Yeah, yeah, but but at least with at least with Dynamo, he chose a dessert that was I know it was kind of covered in like chocolate custard, but it's something that I'd I'd maybe enjoy. I mean, I'm 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 longing for the heady days of Dynamo's menu at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 I know I'm just getting my notes up for Rose McGowan, which I, I remember <laughs> yeah. hating quite a lot, but. But her her starter her starter down was mozzarella tomatoes and olive oil. It was a Capri yeah, salad. Yeah, yeah. That's all she chose, and and you can eat yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds absolutely great. That's, that that doesn't that doesn't need to be cooked. No. And Dan Dan her side was spinach sauteed with garlic and oil. Yeah. And, and and again, that's that's an edible that's an edible thing. Yeah, I, I can't think about Rose McGowan's menu before. Oh, we won't make make me angry again. So I'm, I'm looking back to it now, and I'm like, oh, actually no, because that's the the one where everything was just the same colour, and she was a super taster. So let's not, let's taster. not go back there. <laughs> she was a super taster. Oh my god. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, there you go, Dan. There we go. Pat- Samuel Marcuson. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pass or fail, Dan? What do you uh, reckon? It's a, it's a fail, unfortunately. Yeah. I've yeah. forgotten about the food bite fight bit as well. Um, and yeah. that's ruined the, uh, the cake that maybe would have saved it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame. And he looks like a he seems like a nice guy, Marcus. Bit sweary, a bit unnecessarily yeah. sweary. He's, he's a bit sweary, and and I'm I'm even more upset because I started this episode going, but Dan, I've been here and his food is delicious, yeah. and and his his food is delicious, but he's just chosen absolute for shit. now anyway. So if you, if you're in Harlem. At any point, and get get to Marcus's restaurant while it's still can, while it's still good, <laughs> because those days are numbered. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be back next week, Dan. Um, hopefully, this isn't one that kind of incessantly annoys us. I don't know the anymore. Next one, because yeah, uh, because I feel like we've been on a bit of a run of annoying guests. Uh, but next week is Catherine Bohart, yep. and um, and she she's a lovely lady, and I'm sure her menu will be nice. I'm looking through the list, um, I think it's on the up from here, but I guess we will have to wait yes. and see. Yes, 
we will have to wait and see but at least we know for now that Catherine Bohart chose still water in a jug which I fully agree yeah. with no need to talk about that anymore right so well we'll see you all next time okay well yeah <laughs> yeah bye. see you later bye bye <laughs>